Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Grinders and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. I'm your host Travis Mangone here filling in for Dan Bach today on the Daily Fantasy Fix pod. Excited to talk about these games today. We got 10 awesome games for you guys. Uh, So let's kind of start diving right in. But before we do that, let's talk about Fantasy Draft a little bit. If you haven't uh, signed up yet and you're a little worried, oh, I might sign up and forget to uh, do the contest over there, don't worry about it. They have a 7.30 lock time today. So uh, it's overall, it's a 10-game slate, 8 games over on Fantasy Draft, though. Locks at 7.30, and we get rid of two games that are not the most appealing on the slate. We get rid of the Chicago Bulls and the Detroit Pistons and the Atlanta Hawks and the uh, Indiana Pacers. So Head on over to Fantasy Draft and check those out. Again, I know it's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. We're gonna we'll talk about the first couple games to uh, to kick things off because there's some uh, you know decent value still in that game that we can uh, talk about. But let's dive right in. First game on the slate, we have the Chicago Bulls and the Detroit Pistons. And I'm really staying away from the Bulls at this point. I know Robin Lopez. He sat that last game. And they got in trouble for tanking the Bulls. It was a big topic of conversation. Like they had to start playing their guys. So Holiday played, and they said uh, Lopez is going to play in the first uh, road trip game, and uh, they're on the road here against the Pistons. So I'm expecting him to be back. It's just this situation is going to be really muddy. I'm not playing Markinen, who seems like he's really hit a rookie wall. Uh, the real guy I'm keen in on is Chris Dunn, and I think I like his price on DraftKings for 6.7k. That's where I think I'll buy on him. I think it's a good price tag and a great matchup against Ish Smith defense. So I like him here in this spot. If you force me to pick one other guy, it's probably Zach Levine. Uh, he's he's fine, right? I'm uh, not a guy I love, but I think he's like still has upside at that price. I just prefer Chris Dunn, so I'm more so going to him, and I don't want to get too exposed to the Bulls on this slate. Uh, but let's head over to the Pistons side of the ball, and man, there's one guy to love, uh, Andre Drummond. How do you not like this price tag on him? I mean, I know the price is a lot. Maybe not the price tag, but the matchup, I should say. Uh, I got my words confused there, but uh, 10.2K, yeah, sure, the price feels expensive, uh, right? It, but we've we've paid this price for Andre Drummond before, but this matchup against the Bulls, I mean, should absolutely dominate. Robin Lopez is not someone that we're scared of on defense. This is a great spot for uh for Andre Drummond on DraftKings, like his price. Uh, I like it more on FanDuel, though, where you can get him at 9.5K. That's where I really would rather buy on him. It's just, it's going to be an interesting conversation at center today. If you look specifically at FanDuel, at the top, you have Andre Drummond, right? He's in a great spot. Uh, sorry, I'm mixing up my, uh, my my sites. Andre Drummond is 10.2 on FanDuel, and then DraftKings, I have uh, Drummond at 9.5. So I like him over there. But again, I still think on FanDuel it's going to be really interesting because if you want to pay up at the top, uh, you have Andre Drummond at 10.2K. Then you have uh, Nikola Jokic, who, uh, you know, he broke out the other game. Mike Malone was basically gave him a talk-in, and then he had a, a big game against Cleveland. And this is the Lakers, one of the best matchups you can get for big men. So 9.7K, like him. And then you have Vucevic, who's 9.2K against uh, Sacramento, which we know we like to target Sacramento. And then on top of that, uh, there's no Aaron Gordon and no Evan Fournier. So this is just going to be a spot where paying up at center is a great idea. I don't know if I would in cash or not, because, again, there's going to be a lot of really good plays on this slate. I know there's a lot of value, though, so 
Kind of have to see how things shake up, but if you're paying at the top, it's definitely an interesting conversation over there on FanDuel. On a site like DraftKings, you can obviously uh, you know play a bunch of different guys because uh, you know you have the utility spot and some centers are forward eligible. But uh, definitely think that uh, Andre Drummond is uh, in the conversation on uh, DraftKings for 9.5K. That's where I really like him, and he, I think he's a good play on FanDuel too. But he's the guy I want in the Pistons of anyone. Just that matchup is too good against a guy like Robin Lopez. Blake Griffin, uh, I'm not the biggest Blake Griffin fan right now, just at this price. Uh, when he was a little cheaper, I was more of a fan of it, but now I'm just going to pass on Blake Griffin. I don't like him that mid-8K range, don't think we need him. And uh, sure, it's the, it's the Bulls, they don't play a ton of defense and then they uh, play at a fast tempo, but uh, I don't know, I don't, don't think I need to be going that route. Other than that, like, uh, I don't know, Reggie Bullock, he's starting to get a little priced up for my liking, I think he's okay though. Uh, Ish Smith... Eh, I don't know. I don't think I need to be going to Smith on this slate, so I will pass. And let's just go over the next game. I think it's. I'll keep it simple. If I play, uh, if I play a stack of this game, like you know, you pick one guy on each side. It's Chris Dunn, and then I'll put like Andre Drummond. Just put those two in, and then kind of call it a day. Let's go over to the Hawks and the Pacers, though. Uh, and and this is not a game I love. Two hundred nine point five total. This is one of the lower totals on the slate. Uh, not not one I'm gonna cross off, but not one I really want to get a ton of exposure to. Uh, Hawks are kind of tanking. Uh, I just I really don't see myself playing a ton of these guys. I think John Collins, if you want to target him in the front court, I don't hate it, but not someone I love. Kent Bazemore at his price, he always has upside at that price. When he's in that mid like five k range, he has upside. Like we've seen this guy get forty. Uh, so you know if you want to like mix and match like some of these Hawks in your lineups, like even a Dennis Schroeder, right? He's he's six point two k over on DraftKings. I mean that's a crazy price tag for him, like six point five. But the only problem is. He's kind of uh, not playing like the amount of minutes that you would want. Uh, 27, 23 minutes the last two games. The game before that against Golden State, he had 37 though. So it's just too unpredictable of a spot where I'm really staying away from this Hawks situation as much as I can. Uh, I don't hate mixing and matching a couple of these guys maybe in tournaments that you think have upside at their price. But again, it's a scary spot. I just don't want to overexpose myself to some of these plays because there's a lot of risk with them. So uh yeah not a lot of hawks for me uh maybe like baysmore schroder and collins maybe get a little bit of exposure but i don't want too much so uh don't don't overdo it indiana pacer side of the ball uh i i think this is a great spot for miles turner if you want to pay down at center maybe not pay down but pay more in the mid-tier range i think miles turner has a ton of upside here against the hawks there are reasons to be concerned because it's uh miles turner the guy doesn't keep his hands to himself too much but uh, i think this could be a decent spot for him so i don't hate taking a shot on him if you want to so i think he's a fine play uh if you want to pay up for oladipo you can but i don't think you need to like just play kevin durant for 300 less who we'll get to uh it's no secret he's one of the best plays on the slate today so uh but i don't know i don't think i need to be playing oladipo today I'm going to pass on him at that price tag. Uh, not necessary, and I'm just going to move on from this game. Again, uh, this is a loaded slate. Don't think I need to uh, go too crazy here with this game. We've got the Houston Rockets and the Toronto Raptors. 221 team total. This is one, man, you're going to have to love. Uh, it's just one to load up on for sure. Uh, I think it's not like the, my favorite game on the slate. It'd be one of those games that uh, if... If we had not a lot of these other games on the slate, I probably wouldn't load up on it, but I think it's a great game stack. Uh, for instance, if you look at Fantasy Draft specifically, uh, DeMar DeRozan's price tag, way too cheap. Uh, I mean, I want to buy him at this price. He is uh, 13.7K. That's just, man, that is just too cheap of a price tag for a guy like uh, DeMar DeRozan. So I like him. He's someone I'm going to be buying in on on Fantasy Draft. Just love that price tag on him. 
Uh, Kyle Lowry too. I think he has good he has good upside at his price. I do worry about the matchup against Chris Paul, so I'm kind of leaning more to Marvin Rosen today. Uh, I I probably won't be like overexposing myself to this game because again I think there's other games that I like a lot more later on. But uh, if I think this is a good game to game stack, like if you're gonna play like a you know Demar Derozan, play someone else on the like play James Harden on the way back. I know that's expensive, or like play Chris Paul. Like get some exposure to this game. Don't just play one. Uh, sure, I think you can because it's like a loaded slate. But uh, I like the idea of getting uh, getting a game stack of this game if you're building like ten teams, right? Don't miss out on this game because this game is gonna be a fun real life basketball game to watch and could be a uh, could be a good DFS one too. Uh, so yeah, DeMarozan's probably my favorite guy on the Raptors side of the ball. I also like Fred Van Elite. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, have to like him here. His price tag is great around the industry. Uh, like him at Famous Draft at 8.4K. He's 4.5K over on DraftKings. Uh, FanDuel, it's tough. I, I don't really know if I want to play him over there. His price is, let's see, uh, 4.7K. The problem, it's not really the price for him, right? It's more so... Like, I just feel like there's some opportunity cost at point guard. I don't know if I want to be putting in Fred Van Vliet when I can play other point guards that I already have interest in. You can only play two over there. So, I don't know. I'm kind of slightly uh, slightly concerned about getting him in there. Again, I think he's a fine play for playing multiple lineups. I'm normally more of like a, you know, one, two, three lineup kind of guy. Uh, but if you're playing multiple lineups on FanDuel, I can maybe see it. But he's more of a DraftKings play for me uh, because there's, you can get more exposure to guards that way. Uh, that's about it for the Raptors. Like, I'm not a big Valanchunas guy or a Baca guy. I could see going to a Baca and taking a tournament dart because at the price, there's a lot of upside, but just understand the risk there. There, there is tons of risk with him, but I, I, I wouldn't be doing it on this slate. I think there's just better forward options that you can already, uh, take advantage of. So I'm going to pass on him. All right, Houston Rockets side of the ball. And man, has Clint Capella been a disappointment? Been really frustrating. Uh, I don't know what to do with him at this point. I think I'm just going to stay away. I know uh, targeting a guy like Valanciunas would be great, right? Uh, Valanciunas is you know not someone that I'm scared of on defense. So uh, I think Clint Capella is an interesting tournament option, but I'm not going to do it. I think it's because I've just been beat up the past couple of days by playing Capella. If Nene is out again, we already have Ryan Anderson out. That's definitely going to be good for, uh, you know, some of these, like, wing players. Uh, if the Rockets do decide to go super small, I know that, I don't know if, like, they could, I don't know if they could, like, match up and put, like, a Trevor Ariza on or an Ibaka if that game, like, went super small like that for some time, if they were just out of big men, because that could, could be a situation where they're really just too low on big men, the Rockets. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I think there's, like, these wing guys, though, I think there's opportunity there with, like, Ryan Anderson out and then with Nene out, right? Some of those minutes uh, that Nene can eat into, it could help them out. So, like, guys like Luke Rucher and Baamute and, like, Ariza, I don't hate mixing and matching uh, some of these guys, like P.J. Tucker, a little revenge spot for him. I don't hate mixing and matching him, but this slate already has, like, really good value where I don't think we need to mess around with that. Uh, I understand it if you want to, and one of them could pop. But, uh, again, I think there's just already way too good a value that we don't need to really uh, take shots on that I haven't really talked about Chris Paul and Harden I think it's a great idea to buy on Chris Paul's uh, cheap price tag over on fantasy draft love his price uh just had it up before hang on pulling it up now again it was way too cheap yeah 13.5k uh he's popping for me he's someone that I definitely want to get exposure to especially on fantasy draft I like him on uh DraftKings too he's uh you know 7.5k and then over on FanDuel we got him at uh 8.3 so 8.3 is a little pricier than I would like to I think there's other point guards I already prefer on FanDuel so uh, again I think he's a fine tournament play but cash game I don't know I'd probably end up staying away unless I like had like the raw points last guy was fitting in and could upgrade but 
DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, that price is really nice. So uh, I like him over there. Going to be a big fan of him. And uh, I think James Harden's a good payup option too. I think he's someone that, uh, you know, you can easily play. Uh, he's matchup proof, right? I get it. Uh, I understand if you, uh, you know, are, are worried about playing him in this matchup, there's other stars you can pay for too. But again, James Harden can go off on any slate. And if you're stacking up like this game, if you're getting some exposure to Raptors and you know, you want to put James Harden in there, it could be a contrarian approach, you know, uh, just check out Chris Gimino's ownership projections and he'll be able to give you the uh, scoop on that. So check that out in the premium section. Let's move on to the next game though. We got the New York Knicks and the Milwaukee Bucks, 212.5 team total uh this is a game that you know 10 point favorite for the bucks here you know first look at it you think to yourself like hey uh bucks sound really interesting this would be a great spot for them uh how do you not like a guy like Giannis? how do you not like a chris bledsoe or eric bledsoe and a chris middleton and part of the reason is uh jabari parker has been a pain uh he's kind of eaten into their usage a little bit it's been really really frustrating so uh, i'm kind of tempering my expectations of what i want to do uh with the bucks uh eric bledsoe i, I think he has upside in this matchup i think he's a fine play but there's other point guards i prefer instead like i like alonzo ball and a, and a rajon rondo those are me two guys i really like today that i'm kind of key in on so uh i could see eric bledsoe missing out but if you like eric bledsoe and like you like his upside here i don't hate uh you know i don't hate if you take a shot and i'm not going to talk you off of it uh, Chris Middleton, I'll probably pass on him here. Uh, I just think he's been too inconsistent. There's other shooting guards I'd rather uh, play, so I don't think it's necessary. Uh, if you look at Giannis's price over on DraftKings, he's 10.7K. And then over on Fantasy Draft, we got Giannis's price at uh, 20.9K. Uh, he was a bargain before. He's not as much as a bargain as he was. I'll just take the bargain on Kevin Durant instead. Uh, also, rather try and find that money for a guy like a LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James, I get it. He's, uh, you know, he's he's in too good of a spot for me. Uh, I know he's going to be expensive on this slate. I get it, but he's going to be a guy I'm going to be jamming in for sure. So. I'll pass on Giannis for LeBron. That's going to be kind of the approach I take. Don't think I need to be playing uh, Giannis here. And again, I also like Durant too, so uh, I can't can't play them all, especially on FanDuel. I mean, if I, I'm going to see how uh, Kevin Durant and LeBron James build goes, but uh, I'm sure it's not going to be the easiest. Uh, but anyways, Giannis is going to be a fade for me. Don't think I need to really go that route. And like John Henson and them, I don't really want to mess with these guys. If, if I play anyone, it's probably I'd take a chance on Eric Bledsoe in tournaments, but... Again, already some other guards I like. Uh, let me see Eric Butzel's price on DraftKings to double check because I like, eh, I don't love his price, 7.3K. I like him more so when he's not like 6.9 or 6.7. I always feel like I can just capitalize on that upside. Uh, and he has like a nice floor as well. He's fine. He still has upside in tournaments and don't hate taking a shot on it, but uh, not my favorite play. Uh, New York Knicks, I'm just going to pass on the Knicks. Uh, and again, I know I've passed on a bunch so far, but uh yeah well i just don't want to play the knicks uh for for good reasons right we know the knicks uh they just mess around with their minutes a ton they're a real pain uh this isn't a spot where guards thrive a ton and that's where like a lot of guards guards have been doing well so uh i know big men's is really where we really like to target the bucks a ton but i don't know i don't really want to be playing enos Cantor and kylo quinn because i don't know who's gonna get the run because jeff hornacek doesn't tell us uh it's just uh he won't let us know what happens if you want to take a shot on Enos Cantor and you like the chances of it, go for it. Like, if you can understand what the Knicks are doing, uh, I guess the best thing to do is to keep your eyes on Twitter and maybe Jeff Hornacek leaks some information to us. And if he does, it's still tough to trust it. And again, it's a big slate where I don't think I need to be doing it. So I will pass on it. There's just better guys I can be playing on this slate and looking at. Let's go to the next game. And guys, I promise there are better games on this slate, but we have 197.5 total. The Utah Jazz and the Memphis Grizzlies. And uh, yeah, I'm just passing on this one. Uh, I, I think there's... 
maybe not totally like Ricky Rubio on fantasy draft I'll say 11.1k is really enticing price tag so I don't hate his price but uh there's other point guards I, th- I think I prefer but I think he's he's got an enticing price tag where you have to consider him uh over on fantasy draft specifically I don't really want to pay Donovan Mitchell's price tag and Rudy Gobert they're priced up because they've been performing really well and uh this matchup again obviously uh you know these guys are, have been playing very well and I could see them uh doing well but I, I worry about their ceiling at their current price that's all because I worry about their ceiling at this current price with the matchup uh, if they're playing a team like the Suns or something sure I'd want to buy in on it and I feel like they'd have more of a ceiling but uh this is a slow paced game uh very slow game and I just don't want to really be a part of 197.5 total when we have like these 230 totals on the slate so I'll pass on that the Memphis Grizzlies value, uh, do I want to take a shot on that? Not not really. I really don't want to mess around with these guys too much. Uh, if we get word that so, like, you know, too many guys are sitting where like some of them become like two in play, like a Ben McElmore, again, you know, if he's going to play 37 minutes again, uh, you know, I think there's reasons to have some interest. But he's gotten a little priced up. Dylan Brooks, he just had a massive game. So he's gotten a little pricier, but not, not too much. Uh, I, I don't think Dylan Brooks is having that ceiling game again. So, uh I don't know. I think I'm just going to kind of pass on this Memphis, guys. Uh, I get it if you still want to take a shot on them. Again, it's going to be something I think you need to like sit around for a lock and see what's going to happen. Really going to have to know what happens with Jarrell Martin. That's going to be important news. Uh, so, yeah, just uh, keep an eye out on that. Uh, and, like, Chandler Parsons, too. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to rest again, but uh, you never know with this team. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just stay on the lookout for that. It's going to be important news. The Grizzlies always drop that, and it's 8 o'clock start, so uh, I think you'll get it by 6.30. Uh, normally, that's when you get it. You normally get it an hour and a half from some of these teams, so uh, just be on the lookout for that. Tough to break down Memphis without all that news, but let's go on to one of the better games of the slate. Uh, Washington at New Orleans. Man, this is a great game. 220 total. Going to be one you want to target with Anthony Davis doubtful. How do we not have interest in these guys? I think all five starters are in play. Uh, in cash games, I'd be wanting to get exposure to a lot of these guys. I mean, there's a ton of value here. Think about it. No Anthony Davis. There's so much usage to go around. Emeka Okafor, I think he's going to be a screaming value on this slate. Uh, I know he's center eligible, and that can be annoying at times, but uh, I think Emeka Okafor is a value throughout the industry that you're going to want to have to get exposure to. He's going to play a ton of minutes. This is a good spot for him. Also, check Diallo off the bench. I think he's going to be an interesting value play. Maybe he gets a little lower owned than these other guys because he's off the bench, but I think he is going to be an interesting value that, uh, you know, could definitely get decent run here. So uh, don't sleep on him. Miritich, this is a great Miritich spot. He's going to be a guy I load up on on this slate, so don't miss out on Miritich. He's a great play throughout the industry. Fantasy Draft, FanDuel, uh, DraftKings, get your Miritich exposure. Love him. Uh, good spot for Rondo. I do worry a little bit about him. Uh, I get it. He's going to get more usage. Probably has to put up more shots, but... He thrives off getting a lot of assists, right? I mean, he's more of a distributor. He's not really a scorer. Uh, he can score if he has to. I think he's going to be a little forced to. But uh, with Miritich there, maybe they run kind of, uh, you know, maybe he does uh, handle, I mean, he's probably going to handle the ball a little bit more. Maybe, maybe that gives him more assists too because the ball's out of Davis's hands. And it's probably just going to be uh, an offense really run by Drew and Rondo a ton. Uh, so yeah, Rondo's a guy like I'm still going to, you know, I'm still going to be all over uh, even at this price. So Rondo's going to be a guy I definitely load up on. Like him on uh, FanDuel specifically. Let's see, DraftKings, same price, so like him. And then uh, let me see what he's on Fantasy Draft. Uh, 13.4K, yeah, I, I like him. Him, Miritich, all of them, they're, they're really good plays. Last guys I didn't mention, like the other starters, uh, Drew Holiday. He's expensive, right? But uh, Drew Holiday's been, like, really good to me. Uh, I've liked 
you know, everything he's done has been great. Uh, he's always like gotten there for me. So I'm going to keep buying on him. Price isn't like 9K or 9.5K yet. It's not that like ridiculous range where I'm starting to get concerned. It's still 8.5K. So I, I, and with no Davis, like how do we not like him? So have to like him. And then Etwan Moore, he's a really good value. Uh, he takes care of that forward position and like small forward, which can be an annoying roster on FanDuel. Like I talked about Dylan Brooks before. Don't chase the Dylan Brooks game. Just go for Etwan Moore instead. This is a great spot for him. Uh, just rather do that instead than, than uh, chase like the value in like a Dylan Brooks. So again, I know people like to say like, oh, um, you know, like, like, who your value plays today? Like, there's value all throughout the Pelicans. Like, even though Rondo's 6.5K, there's still value there. Even though Miritich is 7K, uh, there's still value there for a guy like Miritich. Uh, just load up on these guys. They're all in great spots. So, like them on this slate. Uh, let's talk about the Wizards side of the ball a little bit here. Uh, what do we do over on this side? I think it's really like, because, you know, if we like the Pelicans, who are we going to run it back with? Uh, I think the the best thing to do is run it back with, uh, you know, a guy like Bradley Beal. He's going to be seeing a ton of usage. Uh, he's a guy that shoots a ton of threes. And on top of that, you know, he's like going to be playing a ton of like the wing, like him and Otto Porter. They're just two guys I think that uh, could have massive games. Uh, I, I like these two. I think Porter and Beal are two guys that I'm going to want to get exposure to. I'm a little worried about Beal's price tag. It is expensive. I get it. Uh, do I want to pay that price or would I rather go for, for some other guys? It's a really tough call. On Fandle, where you have to play two shooting guards, it makes more sense. On DraftKings, it's tougher because it's like, do I pay 9.1K for Bradley Beal or do I just find a spot for Kevin Durant? Like, again, uh, he's going to be probably my favorite play of the slate. So uh, it's, again, I, he's a guy that I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to be, I probably want to get enough exposure to Bradley Beal, but I don't want to be like overexposed because, again, I still do do still think he's kind of expensive. Uh, and on a Porter, he, you can get him for 2000 less, and I think that's not a bad idea to do instead. But other than that, like, Sandoransky, Marquise Morris, Gortat, again, it's like the Pelicans, they play terrible defense. Uh, if you wanted to mix and match some of these guys in your tournaments, I wouldn't, like, argue against it, but it's really Porter and Beal are my main targets here. But that's about it. Again, uh, load up on Pelicans, guys. Uh, you know, keep it simple. I always say, uh, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, kiss is the ex expression I say. So just, uh, yeah, let's keep it really simple in your cash games. Load up on some Pelicans here today. Make sure you get enough exposure to them. Well, let's go on to another game that's going to be a great one. One we want to get a lot of exposure to. 229.5 total. Uh, we got the uh, Los Angeles Lakers against the Denver Nuggets. And, uh, you know, Lakers are still very uh, injured. Uh, they have Brandon Ingram still out. Uh, and since the trade, they've kept a really nice tight rotation. Problem is, on a site like FanDuel, they've really priced their guys up a little bit. Uh, you know, like a, they've gone down a little bit more. I think they kind of uh, realized that they, they went a little egregious on it. So I like the prices a little better now than it was the other day. Uh, we'll talk about it, though, because uh, they have different prices around the industry. Let's So FanDuel, the prices are not too bad. I think you can... Uh, I think you can you can play them over there. They're more playable than they were the other day. If you're playing the other day, you realize that like you know KCP for what was he seven point seven k was a little egregious on their part. But again, I appreciate them trying to uh, price things up a bit for us. Uh, if you look at DraftKings, I remember Lakers they were cheap the other day. And if you look at them now, uh, you know we have Julius Randle seven point eight k, Lonzo Ball seven point six k, Kuzma six point four k, Caldwell Pope six point three k. I think those prices are fair on them. Uh, I think it's fine. So I think they're all pretty good plays. I think there's some decent value with a guy like uh, Kuzma and Caldwell Pope. I still like their prices a little more. Lonzo Ball, I still think he's got really good upside. He's a guy that, uh, man, if he's like playing like these like um, you know, 
huge amount of minutes all the time. Uh, we could start seeing him creeping up to like the 8.5 and 9K range at some point. I would. So uh, I also like him on Fanduel. Uh, he's a guy that I like. Uh, Julius Randle. I don't know if I'll be playing him over on Fanduel today. I think it's a little pricey. I think that there's other guys I'd rather play. Uh, rather maybe just get a Kuzma for a little cheaper. He's getting like a so much uh, run, uh, and he's just uh, a little cheaper. It's not a bad idea. Caldwell Pope. I like his price tag at 6.8K on Fanduel, and then Lonzo Ball. I like it at 7.5K too. So. Those are going to kind of be some of the guys that I'm keying in on over there. If we look at fantasy drafts price tags on the Lakers, let's see what they have. Uh, and again, I think Lonzo Ball, 13.8K, love that price. Uh, he's going to be some, that's going to be a price I'm buying in on. Uh, love that. Kyle Kuzma, 12.3K. That's a great value. Uh, don't want to miss out on that. Same with, same with Caldwell Pope. Like, I like him too. He's going to be another guy that I want to get some exposure to on fantasy drafts. So, uh, really feels like those are going to be like the three guys I'm still keying on. Uh, to kind of summarize the Lakers, it's like those three are the guys I'm liking the most. Uh, Julius Randle, I just think he's starting to get a little pricey. I still think he's fine and safe and is has been really consistent. If he's one of those last guys in, I'm not going to argue it, but uh, I'd rather kind of key in on the other guys. I love Lonzo Ball's upside. I think it's like just so much. It's so immense. Uh, and like Kuzma and Kolo Pope, there still feels like there's a little bit of value there with them. So uh, I'm, I'm buying in on those guys. Let's look at the Nuggets side of the ball though. Uh, if you want to run it back with a Jokic, I wouldn't argue it. Uh, not one of my favorite things to do on the slate, but... Uh, I don't know. I just don't think I need to be. I don't need to be paying for him today. It doesn't feel like. Uh, it just depends on the slate shakes up. I haven't uh, built a ton of teams. Still early in the day, but uh, thinking about it, I just don't know. I feel like I maybe rather go to a guy like Vucevic instead uh, at center, or maybe like a Drummond. I don't know. It's tough. It's definitely a tough decision with Jokic today because this is a great spot for him. The uh, uh, the Lakers are really good at like defending guards recently, like you know Ball and uh, Caldwell Pope. Just like the combination of those two guards uh, are just really good at defending it. So I could see them funneling into some of these other guys, right? I could see the Jamal Murray's, Gary Harris's, Will Barton's kind of struggling here, and really just like, getting funneled into guys like Jokic and Paul Millsap. And even buying on like a Wilson Chandler. I don't hate that. I could see a lot of uh, points being scored through there. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I should be more uh, more interested in Jokic than I am. Uh, it's just, it's feels like it's going to be tough to pay up at center in uh, cash games. And I feel like I'm just going to be king it on like a Mecca Okafor or something. Uh, but Jokic, I think, is des- certainly in play and a guy that you uh, can consider. I like Paul Millsap, and he's someone that you can buy in on at that price tag. Uh, and maybe we get word that he uh, you know, is off the minutes restriction. It should happen soon, right? I would assume. If you look at the game logs, uh, you know, 26 minutes the last game. The game before that, he played 19 minutes, 26, 27, 23. Uh, maybe not off the minutes restriction yet, but like... I could certainly see uh, 28 to 30 be becoming uh, in play. And then uh, after the 28 to 30, then then moving to like, okay, he's like free reign to go to like 35 if they want or 32 or whatever they want to. But uh, I really think that uh, really think that Paul Millsap is a good play still at this price on Fantasy Draft specifically. Uh, DraftKings uh, for Paul Millsap, his price is 6.2K. Eh, I don't know. I, I don't it's not bad. Uh, I don't hate it. Don't love it. Uh, and then 6.5K for Millsap. Yeah, I don't hate or love that on FanDuel. I think it's fine. It's more of a cash play. It's not really as much of a. Uh, it's not really much as much of a tournament play until we get word that uh, that he's off that minutes restriction. But I think he's a solid player uh, today. That's enough for this game, though. I think it's a good one to target. I think it's one you want to get some exposure to. Uh, so uh, don't sleep on that one. Then we got the Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers. 218 total in a game to definitely like uh, for good reason. Uh, 
we have Kevin Durant. He's someone that's going to be, you're going to be loading up on, right? Uh, no Steph Curry. Gets a massive usage bump. 9.8K on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's 8.9K. Just way too cheap for a guy like Kevin Durant. Have to like him there. And then you have him at 16.2K on uh, Fantasy Draft. Think about it. Uh, LeBron James. 22.1K was the Fantasy Draft price tag, I believe, on him. Yes, uh, 22.1K. You can get Kevin Durant for 16.2K without Steph Curry. This is a great spot for him. Someone jokingly sent me a message on Twitter last night and said, what about a Minu defense? And they were totally kidding, and I laughed. Uh, definitely got a good laugh out of that one, but uh, I-, I just can't see how we don't play him. He's someone I'm going to probably play in 100% of my lineups like Kevin Durant a lot here. Uh, what would he do with Draymond Green? That's kind of something... I've been kind of thinking through, I don't know if I really want to get exposure to him. I think I'm going to spend down a little more at forward. Like, I already have other guys I like. Like, I like Kuzma, Miritich. Um, there's a lot of forwards I feel like I've already talked about and liked. I think Draymond Green is a fine play. I don't hate it. Wouldn't talk you off it. I just don't think it'll fall on my cash game construction or uh, fall on many of my tournaments. I think I'm just more so keying in on Kevin Durant instead. Clay Thompson, would I play him here? I don't know. I... I get it if you think the upside is there uh, because of the points now. Someone's going to have to obviously get some more points without Steph Curry there, but I don't think I need to be playing Clay. Uh, I, I'm fine with passing on him. Not someone I'm going to be going crazy to. I probably won't mess around with any of these other guys. I know David West is out, so I don't know. JaVel McGee, uh, I know he's been like, I know he's been like kind of interesting. If you need a cheap center, eh, I don't know. I think it's like just not necessary on this slate. So let's not do that. Uh, I think it was more of a play yesterday that I considered doing, and I, I kind of wish I would have done more. But uh, yeah, I know David West is going to be out, so that obviously opens up some, uh, you know, some things for some of these other guys. But I think I'm just going to kind of keep it really simple with Kevin Durant. He's going to be my main target. Uh, maybe mix in Draymond Green and Clay Thompson in tournaments, but that's about it. Portland Trailblazers, though, we know Damian Lillard loves, and I mean, Damian Lillard loves to play against uh, the Golden State Warriors. He always gets up for that. I think this is a spot where he could really flash that upside. Uh, I think if you're playing Kevin Durant tournament teams, I like running it back with a Damian Lillard, so go for it. Uh, his price tag, again, it is kind of expensive, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's tough to kind of not want to play him in tournaments. 9.5K on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's 9, 9.4K. And then on Fantasy Draft, it's just crazy to see him like 17K. He's 900 or $800 more, more than Kevin Durant. So it's tough. Uh, I, I think you run him back in tournaments. I don't think he's a cash game play. I think he's more of a tournament play. But definitely think running him back is a good idea on this slate. I wouldn't talk anyone out of going to CJ McCollum for 13.3k think he's a fine option don't hate it but not someone that I'm getting overexposed or anything like that uh Nurkic I think there's upside at his price but uh someone I'm not going to put on my teams a ton again I think uh, I already kind of have my idea of what I'm gonna do at center I'm mean, gonna pay down or or pay up that's kind of what we want to do but if you're in the mid-tier range I don't hate going to a Nurkic uh, I think you could do it, but again, not something I'm really doing in my construction of builds. But, uh, you know, if, if you fell on that, right, you made the whole team out and you fell on a Nurkic, uh, there's definitely upside there uh, at that price. So I wouldn't wouldn't, uh, wouldn't sleep on that. Again, uh, I think this is a game where I like some guys, uh, 218 total. I think it's one of those games that you want to get some exposure to, but I'm not going too crazy. It's really Kevin Durant and Lillard are like the two main targets I have on this game. There's not a ton of guys that just from a value perspective I'm in love with. I probably should like Amino a little bit more because this game environment kind of fits him really well. Uh, so glad I kind of thought about that before we move on. So he's probably the value I would really uh, look to look to get some exposure to here. But other than that, let's head on over to the Orlando Magic and the Sacramento Kings. 
this is a game where man i know it's a 209 total but i love this game this is a game i want to get a ton of exposure to with the Injury situations we have going on. Uh, we have no Evan Fournier, no Aaron Gordon. So this is going to open up uh, some really great value on this slate for us that we don't want to miss out on. Vucevic, he's expensive, but I still think that he could smash here in this spot. And this could be a great spot for Vucevic. So uh, don't miss out on him. I think he's someone you want to get some exposure to in tournaments. Just the amount of usage he's going to see and the upside he has. This could be a huge Vucevic night. So like him here. Uh, definitely have to like Hazonia. He's going to be someone that we're going to be keying in on. Uh, with with the news of Fournier and Gordon being out, there's going to be a pile of minutes for him. So have to have to want to consider some exposure to him. Uh, DJ Augustine is also questionable in this game. So with I mean with DJ Augustine being questionable, that I mean that's still big. I've seen lineups that they've done where Hazonia has been like the point guard out there, or maybe not the point guard, but he's like the I guess he's like considered the point guard on the floor. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did those today. Uh, like maybe they slide in like you know they put Hazonia at the point guard and Augustine's out. And they slide in like a, a wing in there because I'm expecting Isaac and Simmons. I think they're going to get a good amount of run too. I think they're interesting values to mix in throughout your lineup. So uh, the Magic are going to have a ton of value here. I think that DJ Augustine news is going to be big. I don't think uh, I don't know if we're going to get that news in time, but I think it's going to be important news because if let's say let's say uh, DJ Augustine plays, uh, you know he could be a really good play on this slate. Like he's someone I would if I knew. You know, since we already know Fournier is out and Aaron Gordon's out, if I knew Augustine was playing, he would be a point guard I was considering. It's probably too risky for cash games because we're probably not going to get that news in time. But let's say, uh, let's say we don't project DJ Augustine for a ton of ownership because of the injury, right? Say he's like two percent owned. Why don't you go five percent in your tournaments and uh, you're overweight on the field then? And th this could be a massive uh, game for him at his price. So don't miss out on that in tournaments. I think it's an interesting spot. I know he's questionable, but. If you have a good read on it, you know, maybe interact with the uh, Orlando Beat Writers. Josh Robbins on Twitter uh, is, is a good guy to talk to. So uh, try to get in touch with them and see what they're thinking and just uh, look what they're saying throughout the day. Again, kind of didn't mention Jonathan Isaac enough, but I think he's a good place. Same with Jonathan Simmons. I think they're good guys to mix throughout your lineups. But uh, Hizonia and Vucevic, I think, are my, my main targets from a value perspective. Hizonia is the guy I really want. Uh, and then if I'm paying up uh, Vucevic, I think this could be a really good game for him. Uh, the Kings side of the ball. Uh, Kings, the reason why you got to like the Kings is they're one of the slower-paced teams in the league, and they're going up against one of the faster-paced teams in the league that don't play any defense. Uh, this should be a great spot for them. We also have a guy like De'Aaron Fox. He is questionable. Uh, definitely think that there's going to be reasons to get exposure to some of these guys. Like, how do we miss out on a guy like Frank Mason? Uh, I think he's going to be someone to consider. He played 29 minutes last game. Uh, played a lot of guard, had a pretty good game against a team like the Pelicans that we like to target with point guards. And here's another team, Orlando, that we like to target with point guards. So Frank Mason is a cheap option. I don't hate that at point guard. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, he's a guy that I'm normally a big fan of. I kind of think Frank Mason ate into him a little bit. So uh, I think that could uh, be a little bit of an issue if he actually has a good game this time. That could hurt Mason a little. But uh, he had zero points, like zero real-life basketball points. He had 14.3 fantasy points, though. But I'm not expecting that again. I thought that was a great spot for Bogdanovich last time. I think this is a great spot for him again. I think people might be sour on him. He was high on last time. I think going to Bogdanovich again makes some sense. Buddy Heald, I don't know. Uh, I'm not the biggest Buddy Heald fan. I get it. Uh, maybe I have a little bit of like bias towards him but I'm not the biggest Buddy Heald fan, especially at this price. So I'm going to pass on Buddy Heald here. I like Bogdanovich and Mason a little bit more at their prices. So I'll go for them. I think Justin Jackson is pretty interesting. 
He's just been really safe and consistent uh, for a cheap option. He's more of a cash gameplay, it feels like. doesn't feel like a guy that's really going to win you a tournament. It feels like you're going to have to have these crazy amount of scores in tournaments today. But, uh, you know, he plays a good amount of minutes. If you look at the minutes, here they are for the last... Uh, let me give you the last six games, 35 minutes, 24, 23, 29, 24, 30 minutes. And in those games, he's got a uh, 17.8, which is not great, but the rest of them, he's got 17.1 or more. Uh, and this is FanDuel scoring I'm talking about, and he's 4.2K. And he's cheap on, on Fantasy Draft, too. He's cheap on DraftKings. So I think he's a guy that's, uh, you know, if he fits your last uh, spot in cash games, he did that for me uh, last uh, the other night. I wouldn't hate doing that. I think it's fine. Uh, Scal, BCA, Zach Randolph, and Costa Kufis with Willie Cully-Stein. Questionable. Uh, are those guys I want to get exposure to? I don't know. Uh, I think they're fine. They're It's just it's such an unpredictable, annoying situation in Sacramento. Uh, they're kind of splitting up the minutes if they play Scal. If they play Scal and they play uh, Kufis and Randolph, none of them are playing over 30. I know it's like a decent spot against Orlando, but I just think I'm going to kind of pass on it. They're kind of getting a little priced up. I know these guys can have upside, but I'm just going to pass on it. Uh, there's already a lot of guys I like at the forward position that I've talked about in center, so I don't think I need to be messing around with it. So it's really the guards that I'm looking at more so because of the value with De'Aaron Fox and just this matchup. Uh, and then I'm going to kind of call it a day on this game. Let's go to the final game of the slate. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Los Angeles Clippers, 229.5 total. This is going to be a game you're going to want to get a ton of exposure to, and for good reason. And there's this guy. He plays for Cleveland. He's pretty good at basketball. LeBron James. He's going to be someone you want to get a ton of exposure to. I know he's expensive. Uh, 22.1K on uh, Fantasy Draft. On DraftKings, he is, let's see, uh, 11.5K. And then 12.5K on FanDuel. Again, uh, it's definitely going to be someone you want to get exposure to against the Clippers. They're not playing any defense at all. It's going to be a tough situation on sites like FanDuel where you have a value like Hazonia and you have a great play like Kevin Durant with no uh, with no Steph Curry. So it's going to be an interesting conversation today with what you do with LeBron. I think I, you know, he's going to be someone I want to get a lot of exposure to. Uh, the the small forward position is definitely going to be loaded between like Durant, James, Hazonia. Those are just a couple guys I mentioned. Uh, Etwan Moore. Uh, there's going to be a ton of guys out there, so uh, I probably already missed uh, some. You know, I'm just kind of mentioning guys off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, have to like LeBron James. You guys know why? It's the Clippers, and hey, the the Cavs are underdogs here, which is kind of crazy to think uh, against Clippers. So again, love LeBron James. He's someone you definitely want to get exposure to. Having a, having a fade on LeBron James would be a little bit scary on this slate the other guy i really like here and i think uh you know fan like fantasy draft's price tag on him is, is really nice is larry nance for 13.1k he's been absolutely crushing uh he's been so good uh price tag going up i i get it it can kind of be a little scary on some other sites right you're a little worried like you see 7.8k on fandle and you're like, can I really pay 7.8K for Larry Nance? <laughs> but last couple of games since he's been starting, 47.5 fantasy points, 44.1. I mean, he's been really good, so uh, it's hard to doubt it. I still think he's a guy you want to get some exposure to, so don't. I wouldn't want to miss out on him. Like Larry Nance in this spot, he's still too cheap on DraftKings too, like 7.1K. So it's really DraftKings and Fantasy Draft are the main spots I would really look to target him. Again, I know uh, Fanduel's still expensive. I, it's tough to do it in like cash games and whatnot, but I think it's more of like a tournament play still. And uh, but he's still a really good play. Gosh, it's tough. Uh, it just feels feels way way too much for Larry Nance. And it's as a cash game player, it's tough to uh, block that out of my brain, right? But uh, like it more on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. That's the price tag I prefer. Actually, I like a bargain. 
other guys like George Hill, I still think he's got some upside at that price, so I wouldn't hate going to him. I think he's fine to mix throughout your lineups. Uh, could see Jordan Clarkson kind of being a little interesting. Remember, he used to play against Lou Williams, right? Him and Lou Williams were uh, buddies on the Lakers. So I could see, uh, you know, these two coming off the bench and kind of going at it with each other. So I don't hate him as like a tournament upside play. Again, someone, uh, it's like a real deep, uh, deep tournament play, not getting too much crazy exposure to him. But it's really LeBron James and Larry Nance are my, my guys I'm mainly keying in on. And like George Hill has like a good... A, good value at that at that uh price so don't don't mind going to him and i guess cd osman i don't know it just this feels like the wrong slate for him where i don't think we need to do it so uh yeah i don't know we don't need to do that on this slate uh there's already too many good small forward values we don't need to take a shot on him uh scratch that uh, i'll take that as my mulligan for the podcast uh yeah, no need to do that on this slate. Let's go to the Clippers, though. Uh, there's definitely a good place here. Tobias Harris, man, he's been so impressive. Uh, problem is the price tag. Do I want to pay that price for Tobias Harris? I think there's already other forwards I like. Uh, so I'm probably not paying that price for Tobias Harris uh, on this slate. It's uh, going to be one of those spots where I just stay away because of that. But I think he's uh, I think he's got going to get a lot of points today. I think he's a decent play, but just a little too pricey for my liking. So I'll pass on him. Uh, Lou Williams, his price tag is, is a little expensive too, but I still think he's a fine play. If I had to pick my favorite Clipper, it's probably Harrell. I mean, he's been really good off the bench, and he's still got a good price tag. He's probably my favorite value for this uh, game. Something that I definitely think I want to get some exposure to. So I like him here. He's going to be a guy that I look to. Uh, I don't mind Tia Dosich too. I still think he's a pretty interesting value. Uh, I think you can get some exposure to him and he's fine. DeAndre Jordan could have a big game too, but uh, I don't know. I don't, again, there's other centers I already like. I think I'd find that extra money for a Vucevic or a Drummond or a Jokic. Uh, but I don't hate him. I wouldn't talk you off him if you played him. It's weird. I don't like the Clippers side of the ball as much. Uh, they kind of just are a little pr too priced up now uh, for, for the situation they've been in. They've been in this situation a while. So I'm more so buying on guys that are, haven't really been priced up enough, like a guy like Harrell and a Tia Dosich. I think they're interesting values to mix in throughout your lineups. I'll never argue against like, like a Lou Williams, right? He could have a big game. But at that price, I mean... I just rather find that money for Drew Holiday or uh, you know other guys. I just think there's uh you can like find a little bit of extra money to improve your team instead. So uh, or or go down to other guys that are just better values or something. So yeah, I don't know. Don't think I need to be doing that. I think I'm just more so going to key in on some of these Clippers value guys and uh, not really pay for the overpriced guys. Again, I think they they've been really phenomenal plays and they deserve those price tags, but a little too pricey for my liking. So, uh that'll about wrap up the slate though, guys. Uh, I think this is one of the one of the more fun Friday slates I've thought of. Uh I'm actually be traveling throughout the day, but uh, I'm going to definitely play some tournament teams. Uh I'm not going to miss out on this. Uh this is definitely a fun slate. Uh probably can't won't really be able to adjust the news, so I'll probably build more game stacks and whatnot and uh, more safe spots that I feel really good about. Uh, but yeah, again, don't uh, don't miss out on this slate if you can. It's gonna be a fun one. This is a good good day to kind of stay inside and watch these games and uh, you know fire up the league pass, uh, order out some good takeout and have a good time. So again, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Uh, really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you ever have any questions or anything, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mango. And it'll be tough for me to answer them today, but uh, most days I'm normally pretty good in it. As long as it's not too close to lineup block, I can do that. So my Twitter handle is Travis Mangone. It's T R A V I S. M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Give me a follow over there. And thanks a lot for listening, guys. And enjoy today's slate. See you later. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169. And pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. 
Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.